Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The National Basketball Association. The hosts would refer to it as the best league in sports. Bringing you the latest NBA news, updates, and opinions. It's time for Double Tech with Darrell H.B. Young and Christian Weaver. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Damn, who knew all the planes. Welcome to Double Tech. I am Darrell H.B. Young. I am Christian Weaver. And we thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Double Tech. Christian, I'm sorry. I apologize to you. I apologize to our listeners. I apologize to everyone. But I'm uh, I'm a little upset right now. Yeah, uh, I got done with the zone and I come in here on Thursday like I usually do. And Drill was in here just crying. He's just sobbing that his, that his Lakers were eliminated from the playoffs. You know, and the play-in. Uh, oh gosh, the right, make the play-in. The writing's been on the wall for a while. To say we're surprised would would be a lie. But to officially hear the words, the Lakers are eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> Kind of punched me in the gut a little bit, you know. It, it, yeah. it, it hurt. It hurt me. It hurt me bad. I mean, yeah, you knew it was coming. I did, but at the same time, I didn't want to accept it. Now we can talk about, you know, what we talk about off the mic. And yeah, you know, kind of saw it getting ready to happen. We were playing worse. Everyone was playing better, and it's just, it just, it just, it just didn't look like we wanted to make it. You know what I mean? The at, sense of urgency was not there. Yeah. At what point in the season did the optimism just, it was out the window? You know what? what do you think? Right after All-Star break. I think that's when I kind of was like, yeah, it's it's over. I, I really felt like, and I mean, we talked about it many times. I'm like, dude, I, I can't do this anymore. I, I, was, <laughs> I, I was torturing myself. Now, mind you, I, I'll watch the Lakers all I have. That's my squad. I don't watch any other sports. It's my favorite team. Has been my favorite team since I was a itty bitty boy. So that's what I do. So for me to say it's hard for me to watch a Laker game, it's serious, man. Yeah. It, it's serious. But So, all right, I'm going to run a few, few things by you. Don't. Is this the most disappointing Lakers team of all time? I'll you think you, about it. There's a, there's a few Lakers teams that are in the conversation, but they, they, they achieved more. Yeah. Well, according to your girl Malika Andrews, you see what she was talking no. about? No. Oh, yeah, we'll have to talk about that. See if we can pull it up during the show. It was it was wild. Um, but for me personally, in my 37 years of living, the reason this is so disappointing, and we've had a lot of teams that they didn't reach their potential, but they probably still made the playoffs. Right. Probably still competed, and at least they looked good at some point in time. This team never looked good, Christian. Like no, there were some games where we're like, oh, such and such is playing well. Doesn't mean the team was playing well. That just means Melo had a good game, or Russ had a good game, or AD actually played. LeBron was the only consistent one for the most part. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, man, from an expectation standpoint, it has to be the most disappointing season yeah. that I can remember. Because even the, the 2012, 2013, 2014 teams that you know didn't play well, 
expectations weren't this high. This was supposed to be a finals team, and it wasn't I mean, obviously it wasn't even a playoff team. So yes, yeah. this is this is pretty bad. I mean, you got what was it, the 2012-13 Lakers that had Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. Yes. They they were they were pretty hyped on Sports Illustrated cover and everything like that, but they made the playoffs. Yeah. I think they got swept when they got there. Oh yeah, we we got broomed right out of there. But but you made it, and then you also had the o three o four Lakers, which made the finals. Oh man! So I mean, they didn't win the finals yeah. right like into they that expected to. Yeah, but but still, they like, made it. They made it exactly the point. This team didn't even get a chance because even as we were getting close to the end, where it was, I mean, it was basically delaying the inevitable. the The narrative was, hey. You don't want to see this team in that nah, first right. round. You, okay. you know what I mean? Everybody goes that route. I'm sorry, but we're not the Nets at no. all. You don't want to see the Nets. For us, oh, man, pick one. Phoenix, Golden State, I'm sure they wanted to see us. They, oh, they yeah. wouldn't have had a problem facing us. I'd in rather the first see round. all than the, the Timberwolves. Oh, dude, I would too. Just, just keep it a buck. I would too. So, yeah, man, this was, um, it was a rough year, man. It was a rough year. And then, then I got people – Saying, you know, hey, well, you know, maybe you'll be a, a fan of a different team, you know, next year when your boy LeBron is like, first off, first you off. You like you're saying before. Oh, yeah. my God. That, that drives me <laughs> insane. This is one thing about it. And, you know, I've talked about this with you before. I, I've taken shots at LeBron his whole career. till he became a Laker. Then he's on my squad. So, you know, I have to protect him because he's on my team. That's just how it goes. But let's keep it a buck 3,000, please. I was there a long time before LeBron was. Of course, I'm going to welcome him with open arms. I'm not going to dislike a team because a certain player comes to my team. Still right. my team. Soldiers just changed. It's still the same. But now when people say, oh, man, it's same way whenever we were having a good season. It's like, oh, you're a Laker fan now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I want to punch you. I want to punch you in the throat. That's why I can't be around people because they everybody always got a comment to make. But, but yeah, we're out of it. So now – Essentially, we're just looking at who's, I guess, who's going to be in the play-in instead of us. Did you kind of see it kind of playing out how it played out? Yes. I mean, once it looked like y'all were on the way out, San Antonio was going to replace you. Yeah, yeah. So, San Antonio is officially in there. They made the play-in at 34 and 45, Oh, it's not good. <laughs> the Eastern Conference better than the Western Dude, Conference. Dude, oh my gosh. That's crazy. I that, mean, the Western Conference is like, let's, let's compare. They're very top-heavy. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're very so, um, the 10th seed in the Eastern Conference, the uh, Charlotte Hornets, is 40 and 39 as compared to the San Antonio Spurs, who are 34 and 45. So, you basically got to win 40 games to make the play-in in the East. That's nice. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, but the top seven in the Western Conference is better than the top seven in the Eastern Conference. This is true. This is true. Record-wise. Yeah, record-wise. But anyway, um, so San Antonio is going to be in the play-in, and the other play-in teams will be the New Orleans Pelicans, L.A. Clippers, and the Minnesota Timberwolves are not locked into the play-in yet, but they're two games behind Denver, so it would take you know Denver losing those two games and Minnesota winning two games. And their remaining games are, the Minnesota Timberwolves' remaining games are the Chicago Bulls and the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs may be resting people. DeJounte Murray's actually out. He's oh, been yeah. out for a little bit. Yeah. And the Denver Nuggets' remaining games will be the Grizzlies and the Lakers, which neither team has anything to play for. So, we'll yeah, see. that's that's tough. That's tough because, yeah, now, now you're definitely sitting people, resting people. 
you're locked in a spot, there's really no reason for you to play. Like unless, unless like you you know you're gonna fall from your spot or this could potentially be taking you in or out of the plan, yeah, there's no reason for you to play. No reason. So yeah, that's gonna be tough. So in the Western Conference, there's only uh there's only a few few places that are like locked in. You got the Phoenix. You got Phoenix locked in as the one seed. You got Memphis locked in as the two seed. Golden State, Dallas, Utah, Denver, Minnesota are not locked in at all. That's crazy. Three through seven is not locked in. Uh, Golden State Warriors are fifty and twenty nine. Dallas is fifty and thirty. Utah Jazz are forty eight and thirty two. So they're two games back of Dallas. They're probably going to be the either the fifth seed or the sixth seed. Now the one thing about Golden State, Dallas, and Utah, they are locked in the playoffs. They just aren't locked in their certain right. spot. So they're yes. in the playoffs. They don't have to worry about falling into the play in, regardless of what number or how many they lose from here on out. They're and, locked in the playoffs. Yeah, and Denver is only one game back of. Uh, Utah, so Utah could fall as far as the sixth seed, yeah. but they're not going to fall down into the play-in. And if you're anything like me and you always forget how the play-in works, this is for you because I forget every single time. Okay, now, this is how it goes. Here are how the games work. Now, the first game, the number seven team in the standings by winning percentage will host the number eight team. We, we know that. With the winner earning the number seven seed in the playoffs, the losing team then goes and gets another chance in game three. So that first game... The winning team gets the number seven seed locked gotcha. from the jump. And then the next game up, the number nine team will host the number 10 team with the winner moving on to game three. The loser is eliminated and enters the NBA draft lottery. So if you lose and you're in the nine or 10 spot, then you're done. If you win, then you have to play the loser of game one. Right. right. The no. loser of the seven, eight game. Yes. So, yeah, the loser of the 7-8 matchup will host the winner of the number 9 versus number 10 matchup with the victor grabbing the number 8 seed in the postseason. The loser of Game 3 also enters the lottery, so they're eliminated. So, yes, that makes sense. Makes perfect sense, actually. But, yeah, just just don't lose. That's pretty much the main thing. Don't lose. Right. So, <laughs> we're I guess we're speculating who the Suns will play in okay. the first round. Cool. Um, I would speculate that Minnesota wins – the seven eight game, and they end up playing Memphis in the first round. Ooh, you think so? So then the Clippers would move on, and they would probably play. I would guess the Spurs in that game, and I think maybe the Clippers take that. Paul George is back. Yes, and he's so, balling. So it would be the Clippers versus the Suns in the first round. Okay. So that's that's the speculation as of now. Hey, I gotta tell you, Christian. These playing matchups look tasty, dude. They do. They, they are interesting. <laughs> they, they look real good because it's, it's teams competing that I don't see anybody who's just like levels better than the other competition. And I know we've had this conversation before. If you're the seventh seed and you have like 10 games on the eighth seed, they should do something. Yeah, they actually had Adam Silver doing uh, something and he said they're, they're looking at tweaking something about the plan. So you would you would think maybe that's it. Probably so. so something similar to that because the format works. I, I like how they actually have it set up. Mm-hmm. If you're in a 10 seed, you get one chance to lose and you're done. So that makes sense. It, j- it just needs to be, there needs to be like a, if you're like, I don't know if it needs to be five games, three games, however many games you're ahead of somebody, you shouldn't have to play the play-in game or something. How much you think it should be? Just just, just, just off the top of your head. I know you say you don't know, but five. you think five? Because if that's the case, then Minnesota will be locked in the seventh seed right now right? because they have five games over the Clippers. But I just feel like just from a, ooh, with Paul George being back and how he's playing, that's a good matchup, man. I, I still think Minnesota is going to win that if they play, if everything stays the same. Well, honestly, there would be no play-in because – 
Clippers are five games ahead of the Pelicans. Oh, so you mean oh, so if it's a five game separation between right. each each one, then yeah, they they get a lock in spot. And if the seventh like seed that. is five games ahead of the eighth seed, then and the eight seed is not five games ahead of the nine seed, then the eight nine battle. Yeah, the okay. winner of that gets a chance to take on the Clippers. I like that. Okay. Commish, I can get with that. That that sounds very very good. I I, I actually like that. That that makes sense. So, so for the rest of the playoffs, we'll just go through these other ones. That uh, it's as if the playoffs started today. Okay. These aren't set in stone, of course. But as of now, it would be the Warriors versus the Nuggets. The way the Warriors are playing, that may be tough. Yeah, I think it would be tough. And the the Nuggets, you know, it's the fighting Jokic's. I mean, he's the, he's. <laughs> Their whole team, pretty much, but it, it would be tough because the Warriors aren't playing great right now. Yeah, they're having a tough slide right now, but I, I don't know, man. I still, I still don't want to bet against Golden State. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I really don't because if they get they hot, get Steph back, yeah, yeah, they they'd be tough. But um, if Steph isn't awful like he has been since December, but and awful Steph is still a pretty good basketball player. He is. We just expect so much of him. Um, and then the four or five matchup would be the Mavericks versus the Jazz. In which case, which we'll have a playoff special next week. Oh yeah, but, yeah um, we'll definitely have that. The I would take the Mavericks. Oh, me too, like man. Five, I think. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Jazz are in trouble. That, yeah, and once they get ousted in the first round again, some people are getting moved. Yeah, like, they're not running it back again. Dude, how many times have they ran it back? Three years. Yeah, yeah, they they keep trying. And rumors are Donovan Mitchell wants out. I can see that. And I, I don't know if anybody has seen the stats, but apparently Donovan Mitchell has only passed the ball to Rudy Gobert 150 times this season. Oh, my. Like, not assisted. Just passed. passed. Dude, yeah. what's that? That's barely averaging, like, two passes yes, a game. Yes, it's like two passes a game. <laughs> hey, dude, because me and you talked about this as well, because, I mean, we talk about a lot of NBA stuff. It really felt like this season, even when Utah was in the top three, four, nobody was talking about Donovan Mitchell. At all. Right. It just seemed kind of quiet on his end. Now, missing a handful of games or whatever. But it just didn't seem like the Donovan hype was there like it used to be. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure he felt that. So, hey. What, what, I, I, I could see him leaving. Going to a so, bigger market. and The Knicks. Ooh. That's the word on the street. They yeah. would be interested. I'm sure they but, would um, be. And I also think Rudy Gobert may get traded in that situation, too. Oh, man. and Cle- uh, Clean house? Which, you know, Rudy's contract isn't great. Yeah. It's it's actually pretty bad, but it's valuable on the Jazz. I wonder what his trade value would be like if he was traded to another team. Um, I do think, coincidentally, if they play the Mavericks, the Mavericks would be a good fit for Rudy Gobert. Oh, oh, I think so too. That that'd be real nice. They would. I think that would make them a contender. To be honest, as much as I hate on Rudy Gobert, he's he's good at what he does. Oh, dude, we dog on him every chance we get, but you can't deny and, the facts. And, I mean, I think we've talked about it on the show a little bit, but he's he's basically set up to fail on the Utah Jazz because oh, yeah. they don't have a single defender outside of Royce O'Neal on the perimeter that's worth anything. Oh, it's that classic just, Olay defense, Yeah, they man. just funnel things into Rudy Gobert, and he does his best. He does. And he does a pretty good job at it. And, but. and we've said it many a times, would he be the defender he is if he was on another team where they didn't funnel all everything right to him? I, think, I mean, he'd still be a valuable paint defender. Yeah. And yes. you just wouldn't see it as much because he doesn't have as many opportunities. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. Anyway, moving on a little bit. Uh, <laughs> actually, I want to go back to the Donovan Mitchell not passing on the ball. That's Another crazy. stat I saw was uh, that Trey Young has 
more assists to Clint Capella. I think it was 152 than Donovan Mitchell has passes <laughs> to to, uh, to Rudy Gobert. Oh my God! Uh, also, Joe Ingles has more passes to Rudy Gobert than Donovan Mitchell, and Joe Ingles has not been on the team for two months. How is that possible? Like seriously? There was a point in time after the Corona thing, whenever that happened, that they were straight yeah, up. Yeah, they beefing. didn't like each other. Yeah, they were straight up beefing. I don't think they ever got over it. I don't think so either. I and think, uh, I think they kind of, you know, brushed it under the rug and just kind of said, "Hey, you know, we we talk, we good, everything's all good." Yeah. That sir was a lie. Yeah, because you don't pass it to, dude. I don't even care if your big man isn't as offensively gifted as you would like. You're going to feed him the ball for easy shots if he's oh, right yeah. there. Like, come on now. You can spoon feed him some layups. And it's crazy because if you watch some Utah Jazz games, he'll get mismatches like the point guards on him, and they will not pass him the ball inside. It's like, what are, what are, we, what are you doing? Oh, that, that's rough, man. It's crazy. It but, may be time to split. Hey, go ahead and blow it up. Go ahead and blow it up. Why not? Why, like, honestly, why not? What, what have you accomplished so far that you feel like you will be affecting if you blow it up, if you make big changes? Because right oh, now Utah's in that sweet spot, right, right there in that middle. Because yeah, they're they're not bad enough to get a good draft pick. Yep, and they're not good enough to be a contender. That's a tough spot. So to it's be time in. to uh, it's time oh. to blow it up. C four. And baby. if you have you know Donovan Mitchell who doesn't want to be there, I mean, might as well. Oh yeah, blow it up. So that's every matchup, potential matchup in the uh, Western Conference. Let's move on to the Eastern Conference real quick. Um, oh, that play in looks delicious. Both yeah. of them actually. I yeah, like they, them both. it is a good play in. Yeah. Which those teams are also all walked into the play-in. I know. And see, that that's a play-in that you like to see because those teams are separated by, like, three points. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, three points. Three games from seven down to ten. So it's wonderful. You would have the Atlanta Hawks versus the Hornets in the nine to ten game. I would take I, – I guess I would take the Hawks in that one. I got to take Trey Young. Yeah, I'm not going to doubt Trey Young. I like Trey Young. You know I do. It's getting, chill. it's getting got, chilly in here, Christian. <laughs> You got the Cavs. It is a little cold in here, actually. But uh, (laughs) you got the Cavs versus the Nets, and I think I would take the Nets in that one. You better take the Nets in that one. So then you would have the Nets moving on to face the Celtics in round one, which the Celtics would hate. Hey, now see, that's a matchup that you don't want. Everybody was talking about Lakers, if they can sneak in, you don't want the matchup. No, Brooklyn is that team that you do not want to face. Like that, that sucks for Boston. Like, really. That's the last thing they want to see because they've been playing well. We'll speak about them later. But they've been playing fantastically to get to that number two seed. Man, that that would suck for them. So then you would have the Hornets taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I would take the Cavs in that matchup most likely. Yeah, me too. If they're healthy. Um. So then they would move on to face the Miami Heat. In the other matchups, you would have the 76ers versus the Raptors, which I have heard <laughs> uh, Matisse Thibault was not vaxxed. Really? And I think another player is not vexed on their team. They would not be able to play in Toronto. Whoa. And then you got the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Chicago Bulls, and Milwaukee would sweep them. Mm, you're right. I don't want to. I don't want to say it, but I think you're right. I, I, I think Chicago Bulls are frauds. Yeah. Well, see, no, you can't say that. Not They're like 0 really. for 17 against the top four seeds in the East and or something. And that's crazy because they, I really like Chicago, but they did hit a wall and they did kind of get exposed when the yeah. big team started to come in and just slap them around. But still, sweep? You don't think DeMar can pull out no, a couple I games? Don't. Come I don't on now. I don't think they're going to. 
we're, we're not giving our anything uh, for the Bucks. We're, we're not giving our uh, choices yet, just as no. far as who's winning what series. But I don't know, man. I think Demar could make a little bit of noise. I don't think they're gonna beat the defending champs, but I think they can rough them up just a little bit, just a little bit to make that next round a little bit rougher for Miller. You think you think they're just gonna go in unscathed and just destroy Chicago? Yeah. Dang. We shall find I don't, out. I don't think it'd be close. Maybe they could sneak a game and it'd be five, <laughs> but I don't think it'd be close. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Um, but, yeah, that's your, that's your playoff matchups in the Eastern Conference. I can't wait, dude. Yeah. Can you believe the playoffs, the playoffs like, ended today? Uh, I don't see, for the most part, even if the, the play-in tournaments kind of shift and shuffle, I still think, like, I don't see any big changes happening in the next four or five days because they every, no, most of these teams only have like two or three games left yeah there's only two for most of them but I, the eastern conference is really close though yeah so yeah, you got yeah, you, right, you got the right. boston celtics that got 50 wins you got the milwaukee bucks who have 49 and the philadelphia 76ers who have 49 as well Ooh. toronto is locked into the fifth seed pretty much and chicago is locked into the sixth seed um well i guess it can shift a little bit Right there in the, the top four spots, I guess it can so, move around. Dang. I have this article that says, let's assume the Celtics, Sixers, and Bucks end the season with the same record. You start with a winning percentage, which of course means did you tie? The answer here is yes, simply enough. If they if they tie, the tiebreakers credit the division winners. The Bucks clinch the central division, which leaves it to the Celtics and Sixers to figure out the winner of the Atlantic division. They're in the same division. Okay. The Celtics own the tiebreaker over the Sixers by virtue of the division record, so the Sixers would lose a three-way tie and drop down to fourth in the standings. That leaves the Celtics and Bucks, which means we're now dealing with a two-team tiebreaker. The first tiebreaker is the the head-to-head record. The Celtics could put themselves in pole position with the win over the Bucks on Thursday, which would both clinch the tiebreaker and help them in the standings. If they lose the head-to-head, the season would even up at two and two. (laughs) Oh, my God. In some cases, the next tiebreaker would be the division-winning percentage, but that only applies if the teams are in the same division. So the Bucks' 11-3 advantage over the 9-7 Celtics doesn't actually matter. You go to conference record. <laughs> what? So what? the Celtics have a 32-18 and 18 conference record, while the Bucks are 31-18. and 18. <laughs> So yes. they could tie at that. Oh, my gosh. What? That's insane. <laughs> but not quite done. The Celtics and Bucks could still finish with the same conference record if the Celtics finished one and one, and the Bucks finished two and one. In that scenario, the tiebreaker goes to the record against conference playoff opponents. The Celtics are fourteen and nine against the top eight in the Eastern Conference, while the Bucks are thirteen and ten. Okay, okay. So we finally found it. <laughs> in other words, if the Bucks beat the Celtics, but the two teams finished with the same record, we could go even further. No. The next ser- <laughs> the next scenario is the. Is the record against the Western Conference opponents? The Bucks and the Celtics are both seven and nine. Oh my gosh! So once again, the playing opponents matter, but the rabbit hole could go even deeper. In the final scenario, the team with the best point dif- differential would earn the higher seed. <laughs> Finally, we can crown the winner definitively. The Celtics enjoying comfortable margin and point differential over the Bucks. So if it comes through all of that, oh the Celtics gosh. own the tiebreaker. That's crazy. Like I, I kind of hope it does come to that. That would just be yeah. Funny there's like to see. six things that could happen that could, they could just tie at. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! But you know what? That's what makes the playoffs fun. Just the just the lead in to the playoffs. That's what makes it fun because you never know what can happen, who's gonna match up with who, and just all. I, I really want to see the auto scenarios come. <laughs> like that would be great because I want to see them break it down on TV. I just want to see what they say about it because that's fun time. I want to see the NBA on TNT try to rationalize this. Oh gosh, it's like Shaq talking about getting gas. That'll be the greatest thing ever. Right. <laughs> you put twenty dollars in, right? And you know you drive. 
and you put another 20 in. You put another 20 in before you get empty and you get more gas than you would if you fill it up. I don't, I don't, I don't, get, that. <laughs> I don't get that logic, Shaq, but it's the greatest thing ever to hear. When we get back, we're going to talk about duos. We're going to pick some of our favorite duos currently in the NBA. You know them. You love them. You probably got a few picked out in your head, and we're probably going to say them right here on Double Tech. Welcome back to Double Tech. HB, Stats, a.k.a. Mr. Weaver, a.k.a. Pop Weaver, a.k.a. The Wiz, a.k.a. Mr. Fantastic. A lot of nicknames that nobody uses except for The Wizard. I call you Stats. You're the only one. I am. You're right. We got to do something where we... uh. We got to get you another nickname that you just want to use all the time. I'm going to call you uh, Headband. How about that? You know what? Anybody ever done that? Sounds kind of... It may catch on. handful of people may use that from time to time. If You, you just got to say it in the right places. You may... The right person may hear it and they may use it. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We're talking about duos. Hopefully, we're one of your favorite duos. But since you can't pick us and we can't pick us, I guess we'll go with some NBA players. Christian, I feel like if I look at our list... We're going to have some of the same ones. I'm hiding mine, too. We're probably going to have the same ones. Maybe in a different order, though. Oh, you picked order? I didn't even pick order. I just kind of had them. Oh. What crap? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Well, I'll I'll let you go first, and then I'll piggyback off of what you have and see if we have the same ones. But you know what? I can number Yeah, yeah, I think you can do it real quick. So number one is, and I kind of question it now because he hasn't been playing well recently, but I'm going to go with James Harden and Joel Embiid. Mm. I think that uh, they probably have the highest... uh, Potential of any duo in the league, yeah. although James Harden has not been playing well at all here recently. <laughs> He's actually been playing like garbage. Yeah, offensively it's, anyway, it's been kind of rough for him. They were, they shooting were my wise, two, as I write it down. Yeah. Shooting wise, he's been pretty pretty garbage. I think every everything else he's fine, but yeah, yeah it I, is what it is. Okay. He's shooting thirty eight percent in his last ten games. I mean, it's not good. Yeah, that's that's really not that good. And you had them as number one. Yeah. Well, I had them number two, and I, think I'll I know say, who you have number one. You don't know. You do. No, you don't. If you had to guess, what would you say? It would be KD and Kyrie. It is not. Really? Yes. Who you got? They are my number three because, you know, it's just been a lot of stuff going on in Brooklyn. Believe it or not, have CP3 in book. Okay. Yeah, I got CP3 in book. For the simple fact is, I did not think Phoenix was going to be this Yeah, good. they're winning games. They're, they're winning a lot of games, and we knew they were going to be right there in the hunt. But these guys, I mean, they're comfortably at number one. Comfortably. And they really? just, what, set the so. franchise record. With, what, 63 wins? Mm-hmm. Yep, 63 wins. So that's a franchise record with wins in Phoenix, which is amazing. Did you see uh, Book uh, getting mad about the comment on uh, the Instagram? I don't I don't know if I did. There's a picture, which um, everybody knows it now, but there's a picture of uh, LeBron looking all sad and whatnot, and it right. said, for the second time, the Suns have eliminated uh-huh. the Lakers from contention. Yeah. And there's a comment from Book saying, I think I did see this. You saw that? So it said, how about the Phoenix Suns yeah, set, set a franchise record? record. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. completely understandable. But let's keep it a buck 3,000, Phoenix. Lakers are still the bigger team. That's just how it is. Yeah, I'm sorry are. to tell you, but they're having a great season, and they're my number one book, CP3, playing fantastic. Uh, they're lower down my list. I, I was just looking kind of like at the talent of the uh, two players more so yeah. than team success. I can see that. Um, two, I got KD and Kyrie. Nice. 
I'm not mad at that. And like I said, I, I had him right there, but it's just, man, Kyrie's so good. I think I'm still mad at him for missing so much of the season. Right. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm— uh, He's ridiculously good. He's insane. Did you see the uh, dribble <laughs> The dribble uh, drill he goes through? You know Dribbling what? with one finger? I tried it. It hurt, and I couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't understand how it, how he even does it. Now, I guess it explains why he has pretty much the greatest handles Dude, in NBA history. That, it's crazy because, like, for real, if anybody if you haven't seen it, looking up, and if you have seen it, did you try it? Because it is hard. Like, it, it's a lot harder than you think, especially how he's hitting it. It's not like he's just tap, tap, tap. He's moving, yeah. going through his Like, that's insane. So, you said the greatest handles in NBA history? I would say so. I, I mean, so. who really can compare? Handles, handles, handles. I don't know. Kyrie's up there. AI had a killer crossover. He had a killer crossover. But Kyrie's got everything. Yeah. See, I think, and as as, as good as AI's crossover is, and I'm going to be real, me personally, I like Tim Hardaway's crossover. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, he's the original. You know, that was like my favorite crossover. I I stole that crossover. I couldn't do it as good as Tim Hardaway, but I tried. But no. You sell yourself short. No, I'm pretty bad. (laughs) I'm no Tim Hardaway. I I promise you that. Uh, one thing that has came up here recently that I was posed to me is like, is Kyrie shooting more shots than KD something that's a recipe for success? Because it has been happening here recently a lot. Well, the thing about it is between those two guys, this is exactly the formula that you kind of wanted because it'd be different if Kyrie was shooting like Russell Westbrook bad. He didn't shoot good last night. They still won. That's what I'm saying. But... I feel like they trust him to take those shots by him taking those yeah. shots. It's not out of character because, hey, you can score. That's fine because KD can score. We all know that having both of them score is just the icing on the cake. But no, I do. I don't have a problem with that. Of course, if I had a preference, I want KD to take more shots. But with Kyrie taking more shots, he's good enough that I'm not going to be upset about it. But if I had to choose, of course, I'm picking KD. I mean, it's freaking KD. But Kyrie's... Right. Uh, he can he can get them. Uh, that's fine. I'm not going to complain about it as long as it's not costing the game. Now, if we get to a situation where, OK, we really need some points on the board and Kyrie's throwing up some garbage and KD's not getting the ball when he should be, then it's a problem. But that I don't care who you are. And Kyrie's also one of the more efficient players in the league, so I don't really have a problem with it. But uh, stupid question <laughs> that there are no stupid questions. I actually Christian. thought about. Do you think. You can kind of see whenever he is kind of changing his diet. You can kind of see it in his, his facial structure. You can just kind of see, oh, he's a little, little slimmer up. It's not affecting his game so much as far as all the time. But, right. like you said, it will, will He it... struggled last night. It was the second night of a back-to-back. The night before, he had 42 points. Nah, he's so, he's yeah, fine. I think he's okay. I was, it, was, it was more of a— uh, It's still funny, though. <laughs> but, yeah. I have no problem with somebody. No, of course not. Do whatever you want to. Third, I have—second, you have— who did you have? James yeah, Harden so. and Embiid? Is that uh, who you had? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Because I had, I had Book CP3, James, uh, Joel, and Katie and Kyrie. All right. So third, I have Giannis and Drew. Oh. And it's completely carried by Giannis, how great Giannis is, you pretty much. I didn't put them on mine. Are you serious? I didn't. Drew Holiday's good. Yeah. But, Giannis is great. And see, that I feel like that's why I didn't put and them it, on It's it. carried by Giannis. I'm I not going to lie. Because I looked at him and... We had uh we had a discussion about um Kyrie not Kyrie uh Giannis and Chris or Giannis I and think Drew's Drew. a better player and that's what we were talking about we were saying uh, maybe Chris may have took a little back step because Drew's been playing a lot yeah. better so far this year anyway but I I didn't put him on my list man I, right. I didn't 
because it's, it's, it's very Giannis strong. So, yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, OK, I didn't put him on there. Moving on. Yeah, who do you have fourth on my fourth one? Let me get it right. OK, now this really depends on how it all shapes up when everybody gets back healthy. I got to go Stephen Clay. I have to. You don't like that? Why I don't not? like that. I don't like Why that. Not? I don't I don't think Clay is he's at, I don't know if he's at that level anymore. Well, no, you better not say that out loud, Christian. He's had a few good games. And he's what averaging what about 19 right now yeah. something like that. No, man. I, this dude said he's not at that level. That's how you feel. He has not got I put I look at it like this. Whenever the playoffs start, and it's crunch time, and we're going, and Clay has these big games to really win it for Golden State. I feel like you'll backtrack because I, <laughs> you're going to backtrack because you can't tell me Clay's not on that level when he's getting his health back. That's what I'm saying. I even yeah, started it off. If he's healthy, yeah. I, I, yeah, so I'm, I'm saying Stephen Clay, and you're not taking it from me, Christian. I'm sorry. Right. You're not taking it from me, regardless of what you say. Still said Clay ain't about that life no more. Shame. Christian. He did have 36 his last That's game. what I'm saying, man. Shooting 42% in his last 10, 37% from three, averaging 24 points a game. Maybe I'm wrong. Did you see uh, whenever Will Ferrell came out? Was, I did. That was good. That was fantastic. Jackie Moon, ain't it? Yeah, Jackie Moon. <laughs> That's uh, wonderful. Downtown Funky Malone was Andre 3000. <laughs> oh, and man. Coffee Black. Dude. He had a bunch of different names. That's fantastic. Anyway, um, went oh. to the Spurs in that game. And then at halftime, he went back to the Flint Tropics. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> my fourth is Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Okay, so you had them fourth. I'm not mad at that. Why do you have them so low, Christian? Uh, I think the others are better than them. Possibly so. Talent-wise. See, and I, Team-wise, they have, they have more success. And I think that's probably why I did put them so high is because Phoenix is number one in the East and East in the West, and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That, that really is because I did not see that coming. I didn't either. Uh, fifth, I have Tatum and Brown. I do too. There you go. I was just about to say I have somebody I was kind of torn, but the fact that Jason and Jalen have literally dragged oh yeah They're Boston great. up to the top of the, what are they second in the East right now, dude? It felt like like a handful of shows ago they were like seventh. <laughs> Oh yeah, and like, for a while there, I mean, they were twenty one and twenty two. Oh point. my gosh, They're fifty and thirty now. That's awesome. Like Twenty nine and eight to finish out the season. That's awesome. They have, which I was going to talk about a little bit later. If you remove what you can't, if you remove the first <laughs> month of the season, they have the best defense in NBA history. Dang, for real? Yes. <laughs> Dude said to remove the first yeah, month. You can't. Hey, well. But if you did, growing pains, man. They had right. to figure it out. But once they, they figured it co- out, new head coach and everything. Dude, get used to it. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Dude, that's awesome. Still, if you only knock out one month and they still have the, and, just just one month. Yeah, and I remember uh, talking about Marcus Smart pretty badly because I thought maybe his reputation exceeded what he actually was. Yeah. But he's he's all defensive uh, first team. Hey, in my opinion. I, I he's feel been very good this year. I feel like. No one's ever really questioned his dedication to defenses just when he says they're not passing him the ball. That's when I have right. a problem. I did have a problem. <laughs> That's when I he's have a problem. He's not that good at offense, but he's he's got a little better this year. But see, this the thing, Christian. So we got we got Jason and we got Jalen. We have them as our duos. We're excited about them. What's going to happen when the playoffs start? That's the thing, man. Because now we, we just talked about it. We looked at it, how they could potentially play Brooklyn. And this whole season will be all for not once again. Uh, not necessarily, Christian. They can beat Brooklyn. You think? But will they beat Brooklyn? You don't believe it. I, I don't believe can, it. I think they can. But you don't think they will. You think they can. But you don't think they will. If you were a betting man, we'll see next week. 
We'll see you next week when when the uh, when the matchups happen. Uh, what, what I pick? Yeah. Um, oh, I can't wait. I'm excited now. So, got quite a few honorable mentions left. Uh, earlier in the season, this duo would have been a lot higher probably because they were a lot better. But it turned out they're frauds. Uh, DeMar- Levine and DeRozan. I knew it. Demar. Yep. I had Demar and Zach as well as my honorable mention. I, I don't know, man. I I, I feel like. I don't think they're frauds, dude. I don't either. It's a joke. <laughs> but I just I I don't I don't know. I still have faith in them to win some big games, but they match up against Milwaukee like they it's looking. The they're not beating the Bucks. So that's a tough spot to be in. That that's why you want to get those higher seeds and so you can have an easier route to the next round. They're not the problem with the Bulls either. It's uh they traded for Nikola Vucevic and he stinks. <laughs> he shot three for nineteen the other night. Three for nineteen. Three for nineteen as a center. He thought three for nineteen, <laughs> dude. That has to be like something. that's horrible. That's, that has to be a record for centers, just as far as the shooting bad percentage. Has to be. It has. It's, to it's be. got to be up there because as a person, maybe who, Bill Russell said something. To <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man, dude, he 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 stayed with the four for twenty one games. Come on now, yeah, offensive rebound. Uh, offensive rebound. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I that's was so joking. bad. So bad. Oh, it's the Laker fan in me that took a shot. It was, it was so, Christian's fault. It was Christian's fault. I promise. It was Christian's fault. So. uh some of my <laughs> other honorable mentions, I got Braun and AD. That's solely nope. based off of... <laughs> nope. Not at all. Dude. Because I, when they're healthy, they're one of the best in the league. No, forget that, son. Now, there's no way. I was not going to put them on this list, and I refused to. Because it's solely based off of if they're healthy, they're one of the best in the league. And maybe it's sour grapes. And last year, they were. When they were healthy. Maybe it's sour grapes. Possibly so. But there was no way I was putting them on this list. There was no way. I can count on two hands how many times I saw AD out there in a jersey. Maybe almost close, close. If you add my hands, in that's there, all about. See, close. there you go. But yeah, we were but no, no. Your feet. I did not put them in my honorable um, mention. I'm mad, Christian. All right. So who else you got on there? I have Jimmy and Bam. I do too. Yep, yep, yep. They uh, do talk about teams you didn't see getting number one. I I knew Miami would be good. I think they may be more surprising than than Phoenix. The Phoenix, yeah, definitely so. But then again. Boston, very surprising, but we kind of figured Brooklyn would be at the top with the moves they made. But Miami being number one, I think I may. I don't know, man. If if we took a poll, who do you think would be number one in their respective conference, Phoenix or Miami? I think Phoenix would have won. You think Phoenix would have won? Well, I don't know. The Lakers are pretty hyped there. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. The Lakers were supposed to be. It was supposed to be Brooklyn versus L.A. in the NBA Finals. Yeah. That was the that was the setup, it's and it's like not even close. We talking about two teams who were. In the play-in and now not in contention. That's that's rough. That what, man, dude. I swear. I, I'm. You know what? What a weird season. I, I'm glad the playoffs are coming around because like the NBA is it's been bringing me down, man. I just with my squad. I have to hype myself up to watch our games. It's like okay, that stretch. Like, oh, Here gotta we go. Do this yep. Again. Oh. Stretch this out. You know, crack my neck, get my mind right, and then we lose by twenty to New Orleans. <laughs> like, come on, man. Oh, good gracious. But yeah, dude, I you maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I think I think Miami is pretty surprising. I, to be I number one, I will say that. Yeah. I saw somebody call Jimmy Butler Matisse Thibault with rim pressure. And I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny. But he's obviously a better offensive player than yeah. Matisse Thibault, but yes. I thought that was funny. <laughs> that that is pretty funny. Um oh. and Bam, I love Bam. He's one of my favorite players. So, uh, so yeah, I got them on there. Uh I also have Mitchell and Gobert, even though Mitchell never passes on the ball. They're still one of the better duos in the league. That is crazy. You, I, I have another one that you that I thought you may have mentioned already, but you didn't. And you may have them inked in at the bottom. I got Cat and Ant. 
I didn't have them. You didn't? I actually would say Cat and D'Lo. I think D'Lo's been better this year. Than Ant. Yeah, but more important. Anyway. We we like Ant. <laughs> I do like Ant. I do like Ant a lot. Yeah, we we, we like Ant. I think Dio has been a little more uh, important to them. Yes, yes. Um, I had Leonard and George just based off of uh, yeah. when they're healthy. They're one. Of, they're, they may be number one in the league. Oh, uh, speaking of, any word on Kawhi at all? He's not going to play. Like nothing at no, all. I don't think he's going to play. Because because my boy texted me up and said, "Hey man, waiting on uh, Kawhi to come back." Like, I, I don't think it's gonna happen. So, okay, so what's wrong with him again? I really don't remember. See, it's been that long that we don't even know anymore. That's crazy. Was for it real? Torn ACL, torn Achilles. Was it? I do. I honestly, that's I bad because I really I don't can't remember, remember what his injury is. I just don't think he's gonna come back. Yeah, you're probably right. Dang, but it's been it's been so long now. It really has been. It's been a very long time. God. When's the last time he played? <laughs> Beginning of last season? I think so. I was just about to say the beginning of last season because everybody was like, uh-oh, Kawhi, he's back, baby. I think he was playing well. He was playing really well because he did look really good. and That was scary. Man, hey, but I, I want to see everybody healthy, man. The NBA is better when star players are all playing. Even right. if they're on teams that I don't like at all, still, to see them playing full strength, playing well, it's always fun. It's, it's, it's much better. All right, well, when we get back, I'm going to have a short segment. Can I say short segment? I think so. Okay, because we got to hear what your boy J.J. Reddick said. Because it sounded like you talking, to be honest. <laughs> it, it really did. It sounded exactly like you. When I heard it, I was like, who is that, Christian? Like, seriously. But he's not wrong. We'll be right back on Double Tech. Welcome back to Double Tech, HB, Stats, Grammy-winning Silk Sonic. Like four Grammys. That's what I'm Something talking like about. That. Shout out to Bruno Mars and All for Pat. leave the door open. But honestly, I like Skate better. Well, Skate is a little more upbeat. Leave the door open is, you know. Leave the door open is great. Yeah, it is. But shout outs to them. And I say this every time. Glad people understand how talented Anderson Pack is because oh, yeah. a lot of people were sleeping on him for years. Everybody knows Bruno Mars. I mean, Bruno Mars. They got to come back to Silk Sonic eventually, right? They better. I, I don't I know if they're working on another man. one now or something, but they got to do it again. If they don't, I will be highly upset. See, the thing about it is, let's say they both do kind of do their own solo albums because we haven't had, I mean, what was the last Bruno Mars album with 24 Karat Gold or 24 Karat yeah. Magic? Yeah, that was his last solo joint. So that was a chunk of years ago. So. Yeah, if they, if they both drop separate albums, I'll let them do that. But you got to come back, back to Silk Sonic after you go do a solo album. Yeah. You, you have to because yeah. some good music, man. That's, it is. That's one of my favorite uh, albums right now, to be honest. It's it's really good. Really good. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Oh, we didn't do the usual. All the uh, streaming devices. I usually name them all off, but y'all know the devices. Yeah. If, if you're listening on one of those, we thank you. We appreciate you. If you listen on Buzz 2, we thank you again. And if you listen on Buzz 2 right now, the Razorback baseball game probably just ended. So thanks for listening to that as well. All right, Christian. I heard you. I'm sorry, not heard you. I heard JJ Reddick, and you put me up on game because I think honestly you recorded and just slapped JJ Reddick's face over it. I think <laughs> I think that's really I did what, a voiceover. Yeah, I think I think you did, but he had some interesting things to say. 
about college hoops as a whole, I don't know if uh, anybody noticed, but there was a national championship. When was that? Last week sometime? Yeah, it was this Monday. <laughs> was it? No. Yeah, it was this past Monday. Dude, who won? Honestly, I can't remember. Kansas. Okay, dude. Like, for real, I could not remember, like, for a second. That lets you know how much attention I was paying, but I- I've never said I've watched enough college hoops. But that's beside the point. A lot of people say a lot of different things about how, oh, the college game is, is so pure. They they play harder and, oh, you get all this money and you, you stop playing hard. Ew, I wish they played. Okay, yeah, we hear that all the time. This is fantastic because J.J. Reddick pretty much says what all of us think about that same argument. Here's what J.J. Reddick had to say. No, the traditional. Bro, I had this tweet the other day. Some knucklehead said, if NBA teams played defense as hard as college kids, I bet you the scores would be in the 70s and 80s, too. First of all, I mean, it's just math. First of all, the shot clock's <laughs> longer. So there's going to be more possessions in an NBA game. And there's eight more minutes of basketball. So, f- head, that's not possible. <laughs> but secondly, what he doesn't understand is you watch college basketball, man. I'm like, these guys have not evolved their philosophy since the 1980s or 1990s. Same it's sets, ridiculous. Yeah. Same sets. Same sets that I used to run, that I used to watch growing up, that Kansas used to run. I'm yeah. like... Bro, do you know why it's so hard to play defense in the NBA? It's not because we can't, and it's not because we don't try. It's because there's <laughs> space, and the players are so good. It's because we're guarding you. Right. <laughs> doesn't matter what we do to him. It's He's the best. still making <laughs> athletes. And uh, you think somebody's just going to guard up and hold a team to 70 points that has <laughs> a 30-point score on? Like, come on, man. No. <laughs> okay. J.J. Reddick, KD, pretty much said what we say all the time. Christian, how you feel about that, man? I mean, that's what I've been saying for so long. Like, it's just a ridiculous take. I don't, we had a we had a show during March Madness last year, I believe, where we did a whole segment on why the NBA is better than college basketball. Oh, yeah. Basically, it boils down to the NBA players are better. Yes. Like, they're better, so it's a better product. I think, and, and it's the crazy thing about it, too, because everyone always says, you know, there's not as much effort and they play harder and all that stuff. They don't. They don't. And And I don't see how you could actually feel that way because... Let's get some hard-playing NBA players and play them against. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's like you can take, like, Audis Tony, for example. He was yeah. he was Arkansas's lockdown defender. You think if you put him on Kevin Durant, he can guard him better than an NBA player? Okay, so no, he now, can't. Now, see, check that, because I want you to take that argument, because if you say that to someone, I want to see how they would flip it. Because if he plays defense so hard, and if everybody plays defense so hard— if you drop KD in a college environment right now and how he would average 700 points a game, like what's the argument then? Because they're going to they're playing hard, but they can't stop them. They cannot stop them. It's it's pretty simple stuff. You can't stop these guys in the NBA. So why do you think that people are not playing as hard because they can't stop these guys? And also college players, it may appear like they're playing harder, but it only appears that way because they're not as good. That's true. Because you look at a defender, let's say Patrick Beverly. Okay. <laughs> he guy. looks, he's a good defender. Let's say that. He's okay. a good defender. It looks like he's playing amazing defense because he's all over the place. Yes. But then you go to Chris Paul, who's a way better defender than Patrick Beverly, and Man. it doesn't look like he's as good a defender because he just knows where to be on dude, defense. Dude, how perfect is that? Oh, my gosh. Dude, you hit the nail on the head because that that's exactly right. And I know... You, you like hustle. You, you like the energy. That's all well and good. But if you can play smarter, 
Why you're not exerting you? as much energy. Exactly. So there's no need for you to do that. Hey, I'm not knocking it. And don't get it twisted. Neither one of us could play in the NBA or play at a college no, level. No, we're not, not saying we could. But we're just speaking on the outside looking in as fans of the game. It's obvious. It's, These, also, it's common sense. It is. It is. But I, I just I don't understand how this is even an argument still. Because if if it was if they were playing so hard in college, then everybody would be in the NBA that plays college ball. Yeah, it really makes no sense. It's like <laughs> the best college players, well, not in all cases, yeah. the most talented college players are going to the NBA. Yes, as well they should. They may not be the best college players because the best college player is some four-year guy that can't play in the NBA. Yeah. yeah, yeah in a lot of cases. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, hey, you're right. You're right. That's, that's true because it's so crazy how that can work out because it happens a lot. Guys who were great in college are just – Okay, in the NBA, but if they were so good in college, okay, why didn't that translate to the NBA the same way? If college is so, if they're playing so much harder and they're just the teams are so much better, why didn't it translate as soon as they made it to the league? Why weren't they making an immediate impact? Because there's levels to it, and it's also, I mean, you can look at a lot of rookies that were good at defense in college, and then you go to the NBA. In the rookie year, there's some of the worst defenders in the league. Oh my gosh! It's not because you know they were some great defender in college it's just like they're not as good they do it's levels to it It, it, that's a simple fact there are levels to it because if you were a great defender in college that day you worked hard but there's a different level It, it is and that's not taking away anything from what you did in college but to make it to that next level, you you got to kick it up a notch. You can't just assume, oh, man, I was good in college. We all play hard in college. Oh, no, when I get to the league, it's going to be a breeze because they don't work. as a Man, these cats are monsters. They're working harder than in, than college players 100%. Because, you know, they don't have to go to class. They don't have to do anything else. Their whole life is basketball. They're, and see, that, that right there, you, you hit the nail on the head. And I always say that because that's what frustrates me about guys in the league who aren't as good as they could be. This is your job. Like, this is what you do. You don't have class. You don't have anything else. Now, I understand taking a break, but if this is your job, you should be the best player you can be at all times. Like, that's why I love to see players who come into the league a little bit smaller, a little bit scrawnier, not not as good. But every year they work on their game. They they get a little bit better. They become they see their weak spots. They work. That's what you're supposed to do. Every that's what separates the pretty good players from the superstars. You think of freaking Giannis like he was a good young player when he came in this yeah, dude yeah, is like six points a game dude this dude is unstoppable now he really is unstoppable and that comes from the work that he put in it's come on now it, to I, me it's it's night and day and man. that's another example take Giannis Antetokounmpo who in the world can guard him <laughs> there's not a single person in the history of the NBA uh, that can shut Giannis down uh, hey, in I, the history of basketball Anybody. I, I There's nobody. Thomas said it best, man. He said hey, that dude is going to destroy you. Like he's he really is going to destroy you. And that 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 to me is just another sign that shows that the NBA is on another level. These players, it's what? 375, 400 slots right. in the NBA. They don't just give those and, things and away. And even the 400s player, if you put them in college basketball, they're going off. Dude, they're, they're going to be balling. And that shows you the difference. Oh, you hit the, oh my gosh, you're so right. Because think about that. The the the, the lowest player on the NBA totem pole. Let's, let's take the, the bottom 15. Let's take the bottom 15. And let's make a college team out of those 15 guys. 
they're winning the NCAA championship. They are. Easily. <laughs> like, so easily. And it's not even going to be close. It's such a ridiculous argument that, like, the college basketball players play harder and play defense. It's so stupid. Oh I don't even gosh. understand how anybody can think it. Uh-huh. But another thing, which I always bring up, is pace. Oh, boy. The pace is higher than the NBA. Yes. So that means scoring's higher. Do. You know, if there's more possessions per game, there's more shots per game. If there's more shots per game, there's more made shots per game. Hey, you need to chill out with that logic, Christian. What you doing, man? So there's (laughs) 98.2 possessions per game this year in the NBA. Okay. In college, the possessions per game is around 70. Wow. Wow. And then you add on to the fact that the NBA is vastly more talented than college basketball. NBA players shoot better from the field. Even from a further three-point line, they shoot better from the three-point line. It just makes sense that they score more. It does. It does. I, I don't. And and not to mention what eight more minutes per game, eight more game time minutes. Per yes, game. So that's, it's like, that's simple math. Like JJ Reddick said, it's so simple. I don't understand how people can even think it. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. And but, we had a text which JD Note for Arkansas declared um, on Monday, I believe, yeah. that he was going to go to the NBA. Good luck to him. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, he was a good defender in college. Yeah, and somebody texted into our show and said, "Well, that doesn't matter in the NBA." Really? Yeah. It's like okay. It's like, <laughs> first off, uh, if people automatically go to like scoring totals and they're like, "This is this is why they don't play any defense in the NBA," it's like you don't know anything about basketball at all, at all, at all, dude. It's yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. He, he's got his work cut out for him. For, for sure. Yeah, he, he does. He definitely has his work cut out to him. Send him all the props in the world. Him. But, yeah. hey, let, let's keep it a buck. NBA is better. I'm just saying. It is. It's <laughs> it's the best product of basketball. Yeah, it is. We'll be right back on Double Tech. That's what my dogs in the nighttime. Trap with the chickens like Popeye. Money changing colors like Tata. Welcome back to Double Tech. HB, Mr. Weaver. And hyped up on some amigos for some reason. I don't know why. I don't think either one of us are really big fans of Migos. Not at all. Not not to say they're not good, but they, they got a few. They got some hits. I'll say oh, that. Oh, they definitely got hits. Yeah, they got hits for days. But uh, I promise they're they're not out rapping anybody anytime soon. Nah, Christian. It's a vibe. Uh, it, that's exactly what it is. That's what the kids say. Christian, do you know what time it is? I do. It's been a while though. It's been it's a been long weeks. while. It's been a great show. This is like the most fun I've had in like a long time. Like this is great. I appreciate you. But you know what time it is, don't you? Yep. All right, here we go. It's time for what organization is this athlete associated with? All right, Christian, I had to do something special for you because it's been a long time. So I figured this would be fun to do because I want to test you gangster real quick. Okay. Okay. To celebrate or to, no, nah, I don't even want to say celebrate. I can't say celebrate. That's not the right word. What word am I looking for? To talk about the Lakers not making the playoffs or to just talk about teams in general. We've had a tough go in their span as a NBA team. Okay. 36% of the league, actually, as far as teams go, 11 teams have never won a championship, Christian. Never. Okay. Can you give me the 11 teams of the 30 that are in the NBA that have never won a championship? What you got? I think I can. All uh, right. You give me the team. I'm going to tell you how far they actually made it, the farthest they've made it. Utah Jazz has made the finals twice. Uh, yep. You got their finals runner-up. That's their best finish you in You got history. the Orlando Magic. They made the finals twice. Yep. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, yeah, 19th left. Yeah. I, 
was automatically thinking of a few in my head, and now I can't think of them. Uh-oh. Charlotte Hornets. Yes, Charlotte Hornets. You got the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, I was just about to say, I was going to give you those by default, just because yeah. the whole Hornets, Pelicans, flip team, slip cities. You got the Suns. But, yep. Yep, 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 Suns. You got Memphis Grizzlies. Okay, Memphis Grizzlies, yep. Playoffs, playoffs. But yeah, uh, just uh, just to let everyone know, Phoenix Suns, they have been finals runner-ups. Twice. Twice. Charlotte has made the playoffs, and the Pelicans have made the playoffs. Right. Um, Five teams left. Minnesota. Minnesota! Western Conference Finals runner-up as far as they've made it. Lakers. <laughs> um, Lakers beat them. Yep. Uh, Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. Western Conference Finals runner-up as well. Pretty sure it was us. Sacramento Kings. Oh, the Kings to beat them? No. Oh, you're talking about the Kings? No, Kings have. Sacramento is not I don't not think they were in list. Sacramento, though. <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe not. I think they may have been in uh, Kansas City or something. Possibly. All right, so I got three more left. You have three more left. All right. And I'll tell you this much. I'm actually going to look at some standings so I can That's fine. picture the teams. I'll tell you, two Eastern Conference teams and one Western Conference team. Kind of help you out. Three teams left. All right. Um... Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. And that was the one. There's two Eastern Conference teams? Yep. So now you have one from each conference. Hmm. Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers. That's your last Eastern team. And you have one team left, Christian. LA Clippers. LA stinking Clippers. I'm so glad you left them for the last team so I can laugh in their face. Ha <laughs> ha. Because they have no championships. They have a lot of banners, but no championships. Hey, Christian, that was good, man. Pretty good. I don't think I could have done that. Matter of fact, I it's, know I couldn't It's not that. that hard. Pause. You can think of a few of them, if, especially if you're looking at the... I had to look at it for like the last three, but... But you did good, man. Like, you, you did that before the song even finished, man. So, that means you finished it in less than two and a half minutes. Alley oops and flagrant fouls. Had to get that volume up on that one. All right, two Chris. Two and a half is <laughs> Anyway. All right, man. What you got? Crap with my stuff, man. Al you. I'm going to give it to uh, JJ Reddick's podcast, not just because of the college thing. He had uh, KD on, which it's, it's a good podcast anyway. Yeah. But uh, the KD one was pretty interesting. And honestly, I've gained my respect back for KD. I did that a while ago. Yeah. But um, yeah, it seems like he really only cares about basketball. And I kind of respect that. Hey, speaking of respect, JJ Reddick is quietly becoming like a analyst goat oh he's great dude he's so good i love it when he's on first take he's the only reason i would ever watch it because he eats up Stephen a oh yes that that's and he talks about actual basketball he does he does but but see that's what you need you talk about yourself he was a player who was great in college he he did what he did in the nba i mean i mean come on now but no that's the perspective that you want somebody who can give you all sides of the spectrum so yeah shout out to jj and you know and he went on in that podcast and talked about how great he was in college, of course, and stuff like that, <laughs> and how he got to the NBA, and it, it was harder. Yeah, that please speak on that, JJ. Please, like you're, you're a great college player. You were a good NBA player, of course. It's it's coming from a guy that's like a legendary college player. He it's is. Like, he really he probably is. has. He's probably right. Yes, I, I believe him. I, I trust him over <laughs> a lot of random people who just assume casuals that. that only watch college basketball anyway. Oh, haven't gosh. watched the NBA game since Jordan retired. Jeez, <laughs> from the probably. Bulls, not from the Wizards. From the Bulls, <laughs> I know, right? Probably so. You're probably right. All right, what you got for flagrant, flagrant foul? I'm going to give one to uh, Ennis Cantor Freedom. I, I thought you was going to give him an alley oop, huh? No, no. <laughs> Are you sure? Never. You want to go back uh, and recount? 
So he said he averaged a double-double last year, and people know he can still go out there and play. I'm 29, and I plan to play in the league six or seven years and six or seven more years. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. R.I.P. Bozo. <laughs> okay, Mr. Twitter. I, hey, you got to chill out. You got to. All right, my flagrant goes to the Lakers. We're just going to give it to them. I didn't want to do it. It's a cop-out. But this is the last time I will say anything about the Lakers for the rest of the podcast until we make some moves. Can I do that? Never again? Well, That's going to be a while. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say anything during this playoffs. There's no point. You know what I mean? There's no point in mentioning them unless we have news about moves they're making or yeah. things that's going like, on. Like uh, the Hornets wanting to trade for Russell Westbrook, supposedly. I'll take Gordon Hayward off you, please. Thank you. Pick that Sadly, up. I think that may be possible. <laughs> I'll take it. So, yes, right now, officially, they get my flagrant, and that's it. No more. I'm going to focus on the teams out in the playoffs. And enjoy that. I'm not going to bask in our disgust of terrible performances this year. And my alley-oop goes to, can't believe I'm doing it, got to give it to the Phoenix Suns, man. 63 yeah. wins, franchise record. That's amazing. They put us out of the playoffs in contention many a time. But, hey, you got to give them props what props do because I did not think they were going to be this good this season. Shout out to Phoenix. I don't know if they're coming out the West, though. They got to be the favorites, though. They should be. They have to be. I mean, who's the team that can really push them? Ooh. I think the Warriors can push them if they're healthy. See, and that's what it all comes down to, man, being but healthy. But they may be the only team. Think so? Yeah. You don't think uh, Memphis wants that smoke? You don't think so? John? I think Memphis is just a little too early. It's a little too soon for them. They got to go, go through the uh, rigors of NBA playoffs before they before they make the finals. You don't think it's they kind of like OKC when the— you know they got it. They had to get beat down down by the Lakers before they could come back and make it to the finals. Yeah, I guess so. But then we saw what happened in the finals, though. That was tough. It was tough. <laughs> we won first game. Oh man, it was downhill from there, dude. It really was. It really was. Christian, that was fun, man. You enjoy yourself. Yes, that was really fun. It was more fun than doing it by myself. Hey, but you did good. That's what she said. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> you get. You gotta calm down, sir. You've been wilding out. Well, we thank y'all so much for tuning in. Next week will be the NBA playoff special. We'll give you the matchups. We'll probably go ahead and give our predictions, I'm assuming. Beginning oh, yeah. Of the beginning yeah. of the playoffs. We'll we let you know how we feel. Man, it's going to be a fun one. You guys have a great one. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you next week. You see you.